You should have all the milkshakes in the yard. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. It's Harper from Jersey. So I accepted a job offer. It's in office all the time, doesn't require travel, and it has basic benefits. So that's job number one. But randomly last week, I had a friend recommend me for an executive assistant position, making double what I would be making at job number one. I had a half an hour call with the president last Friday and met with him and part of the team yesterday for a more formal-ish interview. And then I got an offer. This job would be hybrid, has unlimited PTO, full benefits, etc., So if I decided to go with job number two, how do I let job number one know? Send them a letter in the mail, email? I want to be as respectful as I can if I decide to go with another company. There's no way that they can match the other salary. So I'm not sure what to do. I'm between a rock and a hard place. First of all, Harper, I think you should send your rejection of the offer via Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> That's what I think you ought to do. P.S. you super can do that. Texas Parks and Wildlife, you're welcome. Okay, noted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, Harper, we're so excited you have multiple offers. This is how an Ask Your Work Wife woman should work, actually. You should have all the milkshakes in the yard. Like, <laughs> of all the offers. So, obviously, Carrier Pigeon is not a serious <laughs> So Holland's going to tell us how you really reject an offer after the break. This episode is proudly brought to you by Vanessa's side hustle. One of many. (laughs) One of several. Hacking social. We're convinced social media is not as complicated as your social media manager would like you to believe. We deliver a marketing strategy that's tailor-made for your business, customized for your industry, and easy to execute so you can reach your ideal client who's ready to spend money with you. That's exactly right. And I'd like to mention that all of Hacking Social's clients are ambitious, goal-oriented, women who are ready to crush it. Exactly. Part of the reason I started Hacking Social is because I realized there's a whole bunch of women just like us who either are starting something or have something going to really successful at it, but they're like too small for the Brads and Chads and the MBAs of the world to fuck with. Mm. And, And that's unfair to me. Everyone needs this information, like how to run solid, successful, organic social, paid social, whatever, whatever it is. Do you need to be on all the channels? No, you need to be on the channels where your people are. And that's why I started that. What I personally love about hacking social is that Vanessa gives you options. She can do everything for you start to finish, or she can give you the pieces you can do yourself, or she can find people to do it for you. Like she's got a whole network of people who work for like with her that allow you access to whatever level of support you need for your business. The strategic mind is all Vanessa, but you know, the execution can can be negotiated, which is really nice. So yeah, if you need to talk through some social, I'm a huge proponent of contributing to every conversation I'm in. So everyone and their mother, turns out, gets an hour free discovery call. You can schedule that at hacking.social. Yes, that's our real website. You do not need a .com, a .net, a .org, nothing. Hacking.social. And I'm looking forward to talking to you. 
Barbara, you're asking us how to reject an offer. The answer is by email, first of all. Uh, it needs to cover a handful of things and you can really use it to set yourself up for some good relationship building. But what we want to start with is the underlying principle of all of this. Clarity is kindness. This is something we love. Yeah, we do. And yeah. like, honestly, shout out to Brene Brown. We're not total converts, but like every once in a while she has these cute little one-liners. Adore them. This is one of them. Clarity is kindness. Say the thing. Say it clearly. Say it kindly. That's the underlying principle behind this email. And what you need to cover is, first, that you're doing something different. You're not moving forward with offer number one. Harper, I know that like you've already accepted the offer. That's awkward as fuck. hundred <laughs> percent. Like... And, and like through the interview process, you guys have like, I hate that I'm going to say this. Holland's about to roll her eyes. You've been on a journey together. You super have. <laughs> That's so true. And it's like an emotional <sighs> thing, especially if you're like doing like the fit interviews, you've met the whole team and you've, you've gone through this envisioning your life with them. They've been doing that to you too. It's so like, it, it's, it's kind of hard. Like this is going to be an emotional lift it's for a everyone. Up. It's a breakup all of a sudden. This is a breakup. This Aww. is a type of breakup email, right? Yeah. And it's okay to do via email, I promise. Yeah. So you're saying, I've received another offer. I'm going to move forward with that one. And you really don't owe them an explanation why. There's there's a tendency, I think, when people turn down offers is to to like keep babbling. Like, hey, I, I'm turning it down because. And anytime you try to fill in the because, it just makes the current company you're talking to and rejecting sound smaller than they need to be, right? Like, f- fill in the blank with me for a second. Like, because I found a better offer. No. Oh, rude. Yeah. <laughs> because I found an offer that's more aligned with what I want. Also, also rude. like, and also makes you look bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. I found a, an offer that better meets my needs. So you're telling me I wasn't meeting your needs? Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? Like it, anytime you try to fill that in, even with a platitude or even with like a go-to, just don't just very simply and clearly, Hey, I'm going to take a offer from a different company. Period. Mm-hmm. You don't owe them anything. Something that might help you in this situation is realizing that this is not personal. You are choosing to either form, or in this case, end a relationship not with an awesome recruiter, a cool hiring manager, or some other personal relationship that you've built, mm-hmm. but rather a company, an LLC, and an incorporation. It has a state ID number, right? <laughs> exactly, like- exactly. And this is the way it's not a breakup letter. Like this isn't severing a f- friendship or a relationship. It's just my business of me, the business of one, <laughs> has decided not to go into business with your business. That's it. And and if you like the people you've met and talked to, reach out to them on LinkedIn and connect with them. That's strengthening your network. It may it may be that like in six months to a year, you're going to find out this second offer is shit. And <laughs> you're like, well, guess I'll go back to the first one and see how that goes. Like I, I love me some, is it Thoreau or Emerson? It has two roads diverged in a yellow wood. Wordsworth perhaps? Oh God, I don't, anyway. Producer, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen. I've done my homework. Finally. It's Robert Frost. (laughs) The road not taken. Don't email me about this. I love his poem when he talks about two roads diverging a yellow wood. He says, I took the one less traveled. It made all the difference. Okay, fine. But like the way I live my life, sometimes I like to go down one of them as far as I need to and then turn my ass around to come back and realize the other one was the right direction. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot of this give and take and back and forth in your life if you're doing it right. Yeah. And that brings us to kind of like the second part of this um, communique. That's the right pronunciation. Uh Communique. Yes, I love it. What else we got? We're very French today. Yeah. That brings us to the second part of this communication, which is a bit of the soft side. Once you've clearly stated and kindly, I'm not moving forward with this offer, 
then you say all the things that you are grateful for, that you liked, that are awesome, and that you appreciate about your experience with this company and the people that you've interacted with. Mm-hmm. Um, bonus round. If you have if you have someone else in your friend network who's looking for a job that does similar work to you, recommend them. Like, hey, actually, like I, I have a friend or a coworker from, you know, past company or whatever, somebody who's in my network that I think would also be a really good fit for this. Do you mind if I send along their resume? Love it. That's such a karmically good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. The final thing I'll offer to you, Harper, is is to attempt to establish, if you feel comfortable, and this is something that you want to do, the basis for a continued relationship. And that goes back to what Vanessa was saying about maybe that first yellow road (laughs) (laughs) is not the one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I get it. You're moving forward with your job application process, and it is not perfect. Mm -mm. It is not pretty. It can be very messy. And you know, because you've listened to this podcast, that there's no such thing as a dream job. You're just trying to find a job you like. And that could be any in any number of places, whether it's at company number two or company number one. It is a very green flag. You know this. It's a very green flag you, that you got an offer. And keeping this person in your network, keeping a recruiter who gave you an offer in your network, like you might have to take that route. And the fact that you impress this recruiter at this company means that if she moves companies, if she has a different role that she might like you for in a year or two or whatever, she might come back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're in her network and you've maintained that relationship and you're chill and you're not burning bridges and all of that. It might work out very well for you. <laughs> yeah. So like I, this is something I love about me and my little extroverted heart love about the interview process and why I keep interviewing is because like I like growing and expanding that network and seeing what people are up to and like seeing if there's a connection. If there's a connection, maybe it's, maybe that connection leads to me having a, a different job, but maybe it's just a connection, right? Like that somewhere down the line, it's one of those bridges and chasms that I talk about all the time. Like, oh, I like to collect bridges. I like to collect chasms and eventually I'll put them together. And as you get further along in your career, you're going to find the the pool of people you interact with gets smaller and smaller. I, I, f- I feel like when I first started out in corporate America in my like 20s, you know what I mean? I felt like I would only ever interact with this person once. Like I'm only ever going to see this this recruiter in this context ever in my life. I will never come across a person again. So I need to like, I need to close the door on it. That's not how the world works. Like as you move about and like you get more ingrained and like more into a niche market or like more specialized into whatever you're doing, Harper, you're going to come across people again. And like I have people in the world that like I have worked for and we've like parted company because at that point in my life, I I needed to go somewhere else. I need to move back to Texas. I need to like move wherever. We've come across each other again with zero hard feelings. And like I've either recommended future employees to them or they've asked me to work for them on a freelance basis or like we have some other agreement or we just like freewheeling consult with each other all the time or we just you know catch up on the gossip so like whatever you do clearly state that you're going with a different offer but do it with as much kindness and compassion and gratitude as you possibly can because you may need this person in the future but also they may need you in the future you're going to run into them again you might run into them in a bar somewhere (laughs) like you want to be able to have a decent conversation we're all humans exactly so harper from the top it's an email not a carrier pigeon. <laughs> and it's also two bullet points. One, very clearly, I'm going with a different offer, period. Second, super grateful, blah, 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 for all the things and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. 
include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, Workwives. Texas Parks and Wildlife, you're welcome. Okay, noted. <laughs> I looked it up once. That's really actually useful information. I, I think so. I think it'd be very fun. Maybe I'll just carry your pigeon and something to you. I think so. I have yet to use the service, but I know it exists and I keep threatening to do this. I've been threatening to do this for like a year or so. I think for the amount of times that you talk about sending missives via carrier pigeon, <laughs> um, now's the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. The ratio is like a thousand threats to one actual send. So. My birthday's in December. Is no, it a threat? Noted. <laughs> well, it's usually... It, the conversation usually goes down like this. I'm in the meeting with somebody who wants me to send them an email of something they should have done already. And I'm like, would you like me to send that via smoke signal, carrier pigeon? And then it trails off and they're like, never mind, I'll do it. I'm like, okay then. So yes, it does end up in the threat category. Okay. Well, if you want to send a non-threatening message to me. <laughs> I'll December. send you a happy birthday. That sounds fun. Okay. I'm going to do it. I don't this. get how the message is received. I don't know either. That's what I haven't sorted out. I'll test it. Okay. Deal. After that, it's going to be messages in a bottle. <laughs>